Hello, and welcome back to Take Note. I'm here today with Taylor Reese King, my co-host, and we're going to talk about uh, my piece, Quarantine Anchored. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, so, yeah, what was this for? Just to, like, how how did you think of coming up with this piece? How did you um, figure out the instrumentation? What, uh, who is it for? Yada, yada, yada. What is it? Yeah, so the instrumentation was already decided, as well as mm. the theme for the piece, it was already decided. Um, it was, it was basically, it had to be a one to two minute, because it was for a call for scores for, uh, the Marari Brass Quintet, which, Alrighty. uh, Dr. Sarah Paradis is a part of. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. I get a write for an, an outstanding group, um, because I've heard them play live before, and it was incredible. Um, so I was really excited to write this piece and just see where it went. So the guidelines for this piece were it had to be a one to two minute composition. And, um, it was mainly for their social media outreach, um, as well as just, uh, for a $250 cash prize. And, um, it had to be about, uh, Corona and like COVID's impact on the world. So basically, I went into it with this idea of uh, much, much like the the rumors piece. I forget who it's by. I know Doctor A showed us. Oh, it was um, uh, Paul Creston. Yeah, yeah. Um, so rumors. Uh, it was it was basically a piece where um, they they take like a motif and they like slowly transition it throughout the piece. And I kind of wanted to do something similar to that because um, sure. about just how uh, the media can take a message and twist it and uh, turn it and turn it into something completely different um, and much like a game of telephone. Um, so I wanted, I went into it with like that. So I created the, uh, I wanted, I wanted a waltz. I don't know why, but I really like waltzes. Um, I just find them fun. Um, I, I, yeah, I really like waltzes. So I, I knew it wanted to have like a waltz feel to it. So I started it in uh, three, four. Do you like waltzes? Yes, I do. I don't know why. I just, I, I, ever since I heard uh, Shostakovich's Waltz number two, oh. like, da, 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 I've played that solo. I love it so much. It's so cool. It's fun. It's such a fun piece. Um, and it's and not, I, it's I also a, it's, saw the. It's his um, jazz waltz. Yes. It's not a, it's not a, like a, just a typical waltz. It's a, it's a specific jazz waltz. You sh- uh, listeners, you should definitely go and listen to it. It's great. It's so much fun. Yeah, so he much also fun. has one in 5 4. Um, that's not a waltz yeah 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 but he does like a waltz feel kind of in five four so like bum 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 um start playing take five um it's not take note anymore it's take five take five Oh my but yeah, God. So, so I started it off in like this 5-4 um, feel to it. And I knew I wanted to, I didn't want to compose in major because I'm like, major's boring. I was like, let's try Lydian. So mm-hmm. I start, um, I start the main melody on the third and I just walk up. So like, da, 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 da. Um, and, and then I was like, and then a little bit of way through the composing, I'm like, oh, this 5-4 is dumb. I just want to compose a waltz. So I, I get rid of the 5-4. I just put it in a 3-4. Um... And I keep going, and I keep going, and eventually I make a mistake where I accidentally um, put the notes in wrong somewhere, but it, like, sounds really good, so I'm oh, like... Oh, I love this. I love it okay, when this happens. Okay, okay, this is a cool idea. Uh-huh. So, basically what happened was, is I uh, accidentally transposed to the relative, ma- or the relative minor of the, uh, like, major key that was right next to it, 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, ooh, this sounds cool. Um, so so I basically used that and uh, keep going and keep going. And I feel like this piece really wrote itself. Yeah, uh, I love it when I, that it happens. so effortless. I wrote this in like f- four hours. It was crazy. I wrote this entire piece in four hours, and then I uh, had a lesson with uh, Dr. Alexander, and he gave me some like things to touch it up and make it a little bit more interesting because it was kind of the same thing over and over again. I wonder um, why. But, yeah, right? Yeah, so, so basically, I... You I, about uh, that? Yeah. So basically, how I feel um, when you have a good composing day, not only is your, like... Um, are your ideas good, but your mistakes are good as well. Oh, I yes. feel like that's that's a big difference. Um, yeah. is when when you make like good mistakes, because then I you're like, that. oh, that could be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. so I basically just used that idea and I kept modulating to different keys. Um, so it was really just bouncing around all over the place. Then I was like, well, what's a good theme for this piece now? Because I had I had just finished it. Because I'm like, uh, it it kind of fits the uh the media narrative, but it has like this like laid back feel to it. And then I just thought back to March when we were like first in quarantine and how like every single day. Yeah. Every <laughs> single day just feels the exact same, just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I got the the main idea for this kind of piece. And I was like, Oh, this could be really cool. Um, we'll call it like quarantine anchored. Um, that, that wasn't the first name initially. Um, but I was like, quarantine stuck. And I was like, nah, that doesn't really roll off well. And I was like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then I was like, quarantine glued. And I'm like, uh. And then I was like, quarantine anchored. And I'm like, all right, all right, that's a little bit better. I like mm-hmm. that one. And then I was like, all right, I should probably submit this. It's like <laughs> five hours till the deadline. Um, so, yeah, the name the name came last, um, which I find interesting, but... Yeah, I really like this piece. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. It it sounds very Pixar to me. Yeah. Um, it sounds it sounds like it came from like the up soundtrack or something like that. And I sure. I freaking love it, man. I love this piece. So we're gonna listen to it.
cute. That was decent. I like Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like it. A uh, funny coincidence, though. Um, the, the tuba player, uh, Dr. Stephanie Fry. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, she has what? like, she has my, she has my last name, but like spelled the exact oh. same way. We're not related, oh. but like. I didn't make that connection. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, also like one of my other favorite parts of this is the ending. I really like the ending. Um, Major seven chord. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I resolved the, uh, sharp 11 down to the major seven. That's a fifth. Yes. Oh, you went. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The 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 sharp eleven dominant chord to the. Uh, to oh, the sharp eleven yeah. dominant. Interesting. Yeah, your yeah, harmonies. It, I thought it had a really cool sound. Your harmonies were uh, interesting. They were. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Ah. For being Thanksgiving break, I don't get enough sleep. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Even though I sleep like ten hours, whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's the the jazz harmonies. I wouldn't I wouldn't call them jazz harmonies. They're jazz influenced, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which it's not taking anything away from them by saying they're not jazz harmonies, but um, you're you're getting that like it's a very classical booty booty. Um, um, and it being in Lydian, it gets it more into a modern feel. Mm-hmm. Um, those color tones, I think, would be a better um, way to describe it. Make it really interesting. Make it uh, really dive into it. Uh, like, make it more in depth and clashy. Um, and it works. And like when you first hear that, I think that's a flat nine. Mm-hmm. Um, body, body, that that um, flat nine going down. Um, it feels a little bit weird, but you resolve it correctly, um, or quote unquote correctly according to jazz theory. But um, it sounds really to. yeah. Just, but I just kind of wrote what sounded good. So. Yeah, and that's like the point of jazz theory is like it sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the whole point, one hundred percent of all theory really is if it sounds good, you're doing it right. Yeah. Um, uh, until you get to Debussy, and then it sounds good. <laughs> He's not doing it right. <laughs> He's not doing it right, but it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so, and then you have, like, Ravel, who's, like, the start of jazz in some theoreticians' uh, eyes, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, I think I think uh, your future pieces will be really, really interesting to see, like, what you come up with and how you take... Um, ha- have you had jazz theory training at no, all? No, I have not. No, you I haven't. I like some. Yeah, yeah, I would like some, but um, I basically so for for the uh the listeners, I should say, not the viewers, the viewers of the I mess that up so often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the listeners, um, Taylor and I kind of had like uh, a night where um because I was kind of like struggling. With oh Marley, right, he was he was right. he kind of like explained some things. He was like, well, you can't really make any chord work with any melody note. Any um, bass note can go with any melody note. Yes, yes, I'll go into that. I'm going to Go see if it. I can... Actually, no, I can't. Not with the uh, stuff I have. I'll. We should do a podcast on that. Oh, yeah. Future future podcast. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I really... I've I really need to write that down so I don't forget it. Hold experimenting on. with harmony a lot lately and just seeing, you know, the reaches of it, what I can do with it. 
what I like and what I don't like. Um, and that's probably the most important part of composing is finding the sounds that you like. Um, so that way you want to listen to your pieces because like this is uh, probably one of the first pieces I've written where I actually really like it. So um, mm -hmm. it's it's a great feeling. And it's honestly. simple. It's yeah. so simple and elegant. There's nothing too complex. It has one idea, one melody, I should say, mm -hmm. um, that changes. Right. Right. There's like and there's like three kind of the there's like three really motifs. It's like the da da triple da, and then it's the um da 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 da. Yes. The da 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 da. Yeah. Those are like the only really three and things. They, and they combine to create the melody, and you adjust them. You, um, it, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, thanks. Man. Is it is it? Am I correct in saying it that way, or do you view your uh piece differently? No, I very, I very much view um, music in general as just uh, the sum of its parts. So no, like, I'm asking about the summaration of your melody. Uh, yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. Um, because okay, it, it, the only thing that really changes about the melody is the, uh, you know, where where it starts and what key it's in. That's really that's also really all the. It changes. Uh, that thing that uh shostakovich thing i'm kidding it's not shostakovich but it sure as hell feels like it yeah um if you get listeners if you don't know what i'm talking about um i think it's string quartet number eight right yes um he writes his name in the music and different note names yeah uh in i think it's germany they started uh no, it wasn't Germany. It was somewhere they... they no, had... it, is, it, is, it is the German. It was Germany? Yeah, yeah it, okay. It is the German. Uh, they had certain wait, sounds wait. associated with certain notes. Not like... Uh, similar to the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then H um, when you get into box time, um, which H is B and B is B flat because that's not confusing at all. Um, yeah, so so for those that don't know, the signature is basically D E flat C B natural. Yeah, and that and that's his name, right? Yeah, that's um, his, that. Those are his initials. So he just yeah. like sprinkles that all throughout the entire string quartet. Yeah, and it's really awesome to see. And he has it in other pieces too. He has that <clears> motif <throat> just brought up, um, and you know his his uh, Shostakovich is an interesting figure in music, um, considering like how he was under Stalin. It was Stalin, right? Yeah. Um, good old Stalin. Good old Stalin. Right. Um, I mean that with the most irony possible. Yes, all of the <laughs> irony. <laughs> um, like, every every single ounce of irony I have was just spent there. Yep. I. <laughs> you have to go and rest and, like... Yeah, I need to go to sleep now, so this Recharge your sarcasm. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... So, I feel like... If if we ever were to ever discover perpetual like motion and perpetual energy, it would be generated off of sarcasm because I have an <laughs> unlimited amount of it. I swear. Oh, I thought I had a lot of it in middle school. No. Then I started working <laughs> service and I was like, oh man, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> like words have double meaning. What? I love it. Um, yeah. So Shasti is an interesting figure because of he was basically owned by Stalin. Um, yeah. Um, Stalin, Stalin had like a totalitarian um, oh, regime yeah. and totalitarianism is you totally control everything. That's why the word total is in totalitarian. 
mm-hmm. we have con- total control over basically everything about every it's kind of like our congresswoman i mean our congressman <laughs> and Not, how they're all owned I mean, by corp- corporations they're owned by corporations but like they still have free will Okay, they I still mean, have free well, will. Well, not when they make policies, but when they, like, go about their daily lives. But when, when Stalin was in power, yeah. that was not I'm trying to make a joke, Adrian. Stop my correcting bad. me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, uh, yes, but uh, technically, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, the the nationalist, um, the st- Stalin was a nationalist, right? And yeah. um, basically bought Shostakovich, who became the national composer of Russia. Um, and basically, Shosti didn't like Stalin, didn't like composing for him. Um, probably paid him good money, though. Yeah, the most um, the most uh, famous piece of the amount of sarcasm he has and just how funny oh, he was. Oh, is this the is piano? His ninth Symphony. Oh, 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 yeah, right, because, right, right. Yeah, because... Um, uh Stalin was aware of the lineage of like Bach and Mahler um mm-hmm. where like the Ninth Symphony is like the most epic and the most bombastic thing ever. Um mm-hmm. go ahead and take a listen to Shostakovich's Ninth and just ask yourself does it does it really feel uh epic and awesome mm-hmm. to you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then Stalin the, uh... Stalin was like you better compose something that's like super epic and Shostakovich was like I'm going to start it with a dainty little woodwind melody. And then the trombone's gonna go bum ba like six times before he actually makes his entrance with the band. It's so hilarious. Um, there's a YouTube um, channel called Tantacruel who has yes. a video called "Composing with Redacted Watching" because he couldn't like put Stalin in the title because of YouTube's like, you know, demonetization. So um, go watch that video because it's astounding, um, and his humor is also great. So yeah, and uh, there's a piano sonata i think it's the sonata um that he basically does the same thing so all of his piano um pieces were really dissonant except for one which has oh, yeah, zero that was dissonance consonant the whole time 100 consonant yeah. and that's basically chassis saying it sounds interesting it Isn't sounds great incredible yeah yeah chassis was a genius oh, um yeah. i i really i really want to see an alternate reality version of him of where he could have just composed via his free will. I want to see what that music would have been like. It would have been very. It would, it would not have been similar. Different. It would have been very different. Yeah. It would have been very more. It would have been a lot more avant garde. Because if you look at his earlier symphonies, like his second and third, uh, he has a really nice like protoligety texture. Um, mm-hmm. in his third symphony that's like super cool. Um, but he just can't do that in stuff like his fifth symphony. Um, and it's why I like his quartets a lot more and like his Mm -hmm. smaller ensemble works a lot more because i feel like you get a lot more of him because you know those pieces weren't very much uh in the public eye uh so they were seen as less consequential as his symphonies so that's why i feel like the uh the true shost not trying to gatekeep here but the true shostakovich fan listens Hmm. to his quartets (laughs) eight and nine and the and piano trio number two those are my three favorites that was it yeah well, those are my favorites. I, I love oh. every, I, I love all of them, but those two, those two slap so hard. Um, he has, yeah, he has the, a very um, good, um, he's a very good way of like making his music seem very like intense. Like he definitely mm-hmm. has a, he has his own compositional voice. Like he, he, he has, he has control mm-hmm. 
over the tension. He has so much control over your tension, over mm-hmm. over the audience, over the listener. Um, I think that is the, for me, how I would describe him best. Um, you know, it's it's yeah, his music is very raw. It's, yeah, it's it's really interesting. How did we get on this tangent? Um, Body like da da. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I did that completely unintentionally, by the way. Like, I only oh, yeah. just now realized that. I was like, wow, that is uh, only a half step off from being his motif. It's That's so crazy. Close. It's so um, close. And then you had that flat nine figure and you resolved it well. And, oh, jazz training. This is where right, I was going right, with that. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, so you don't have much jazz training, right? Um, and I did jazz band in middle school and high school, and that's it. But, like, you didn't, you, I, I'm not jazz training. I mean, jazz theory knowledge right no. you don't you yeah, um, I understand two five one that's basically it that's yeah um that's basically all of jazz um yeah. no, i'm actually serious about that um yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the place dude it's a it's, minefield of two five ones it's that's really <laughs> it honestly that's if you understand the two five one you have jazz you have attained jazz um you can go deeper, you can go further um, by, you know, tritone substitution, different voicing, doing, like, all sorts of crap with it. Rootless changing. Voicings. Yeah, uh, well, rootless voicing is just how you play the 251, just make it more colorful. Right, okay. Um, or not just the 251, how you play chords and you make it more colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you admit the first, and uh, the root and the fifth, because those are the most boring notes. You have the... Uh, three, five, three, seven, nine, eleven, or thirteen, or something like that. You have the color notes that make the chord, the chord, ah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, really, we're just diving into just the two, five, one. And again, this goes back to just how chords are structured. You have thirds, bunches of thirds. Yeah. And that's it's triads, it. bro. Yeah. It's just triads um, and thirds. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have like polychords and stuff, and that's what Stravinsky did, right? Yeah, um, Petrushka chord is a polychord. I think of a tritone off of each other. I think it's C major and F sharp minor, something like that, or oh, backwards. Good. I had I had an idea like that that I wanted to compose a piece for. I'll, I'll probably do it next. But I was um, thinking of two. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. the exact Petrushka chord. I have it, but I don't remember it. Um. But yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Your um, it it sounds very. It sounds like uh your future not not it sounds like that's not the right way to say it i'm interested in your future compositions um as you get to know jazz theory more mm-hmm. as you get to understand it deeper well, um, it's, it's a and big here's part what of i recommend as well oh yeah um, here's what i recommend for you hmm. adrian i'm taking piano so composition majors have to take piano lessons right right i was able to sweet talk dr klein um, and Dr. Alexander into letting me take jazz piano lessons. I wanted to do that as well, actually. Because you I can. Think it would just be more beneficial. You can. You can do that. Okay. Okay. Talk to them. Be like, hey, I, I want to do what Taylor's doing. Because I'm, I'm taking from Dr. Jobik, and she has taught me so freaking much. It is so cool. I love her to death. She's like, she, she has just blown my mind yeah. over and over again, and I love it. 
Just and I think that, and watching um, her play, it's just like, holy god, oh my god. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it is it's like crazy. She's soloing and comping at the same time. It is <laughs> like, nuts. What? And she sounds Dude, amazing. Piano players are nuts. Okay, jazz piano players just blow me away. I don't understand it. I just, I just. It's, it's incredible. I'm just like, mm. you're, you're comping yourself and soloing at the she, same time. Yeah, literally, How? she's How? like, all right, so. You want to play? You want to do your voicings like this, and you want to play them like this. And we're online, and she just starts playing and soloing. I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, okay, all right, I <laughs> right. see. Because I got that. Oh my god, yeah, I love that. I think it's the, so jazz, funny. the jazz piano lessons would be more beneficial for what I want to do. Yeah, I feel like there's there's two big paths I can kind of go down um, in my life. Mm -hmm. I can either uh, just get my master's and my doctorate, and then teach uh, at the collegiate level. Um, like a theory course or uh, be a head of a composition department somewhere uh, and then teach like private lessons on the side and like, per and like compose music and have fun doing that. Or I could yeah, just we haven't talked move about your future to LA and uh, produce. I would never want to move to LA, but I mean, like I could move to Canada, like <laughs> 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 work with like baby, no money. That'd be dope. But like, um, yeah, because I, I really do I really do like uh hip hop music. I really I really think it's a cool medium, uh just to express yourself. So I've been According I've been, to uh, Ben Shapiro though, it's not music. Yeah, well according well, if we if we took everything according to Ben Shapiro, the world would be burning right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't want to get political on this podcast, but Any, that well guy you were early. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, anyway. That was during the pre-show, though, so. That, that, well, well, okay. We will only talk about politics in the pre-show, unless it's in passing. Yeah, That'll, that's okay, my, that, that's a good rule. Unless that's it's for, rule. unless it's for a joke, like, hot Ben Shapiro. But, like, other than that. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about totalitarianism, and that's politics. And right, right. On about Shasi. Based, that's just because we have to explain the situation that Shostakovich was in, because that's all oh, right. Can, so, and we can't explain the situation that we are in, right? Okay, so I. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? Take your facts and logic and get okay. out Okay, um, to those of you listeners who don't know what we're talking about when I say Ben Shapiro and hip hop, he, uh, I think we mentioned it on a previous podcast, yeah, but did. there's this video, um, Terrible. by. No, it's actually a good video um, of an, an analysis of it. Um, I don't think it's 8-bit music theory. Who's the guy that draws from oh, right to left? 12-tone. 12-tone theory, yeah. Watch yeah. his take on what um, Ben Shapiro said. Yeah, it's very it's, good. Because basically really good. what Ben Shapiro said is that because oh hip-hop does <laughs> not have melody, it is not music. Or melody or harmony. Or harmony. It is only, and, only and rhythmic not speaking. not true. And then there, he says, have you heard he goes Drake on before? to say, oh, just wait a second. He goes on to say, I love jazz. And it's just like, <laughs> bro, you do realize, <laughs> you do realize that hip hop came from jazz. You total buffoon. <laughs> you. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Um, there's also a really good video on, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's uh, Sideways. He talks about uh, basically the gentrification of how um, something is produced in like the uh, African American community, and then the uh, white community sees that music and is like, "I want that," and then takes it and puts a white face on it and then makes money. Uh, cough, cough. Elvis Presley. Cough, cough. Hmm. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, it's a it's a really cool video. Let me find it real quick. Oh yeah, I forgot I didn't plug my keyboard. So I only have four uh, USB slots, so I had to plug in my webcam. <laughs> it sucks. Get a USB hub. Yeah, I, I used to use I those. have like 16 USB plugs right now. Oh my god, dude. I got you a crap like ton of seven mice? You're like, this one's for composing. This one's for browsing. I actually have two mice. Um, and that's just for like, I'm recording over there and I'm standing over here, sitting over here. So I don't have to like move them back and forth. Yeah. I also have four com four monitors. Okay, that's yeah. that's a little that's a little. It's much a bit much, my, but it's very useful for like mixing. I, I, I can have, have like oh, I bet it's very useful for mixing. Like I can I can look at the uh, DAW and then I can see the mixer and then plugins on two different uh, monitors. So I have my plugins on that monitor and your plugins when I'm editing the podcast on that monitor, yeah. and then the guest plugins on a uh, like okay. underneath them. The it's video easy. is why spoken yeah. word makes me nervous. That's the okay. title of the video by Sideways. It's very Yeah, good. sorry, I was just talking over you. Oh, you're No, good. I wasn't... You were looking... Sorry. I was okay. looking it up. Whatever. I didn't have my keyboard, so I had to, like... That's scroll right. through my subscriptions. Yeah. That's how we got on that tangent. your piece um are you uh i mean i know this was for um the uh um, yeah it was for a call for scores but i mean the thing is it sounds like it's not finished it sounds like there should be a lot more you know um are you gonna write more um i do i do agree that um it it doesn't really it feels like there should be more um but i Mm -hmm. just don't I'm kind of happy with where it's at. Like it's it's a great piece for its purpose for you to yeah um, get into that call call of scores, and I uh I think that you have a good shot at winning. Um, so congratulations on that. Thank um, you. I don't, Thank you. Actually, when Fingers do they announce? Crossed. Uh, they anu- they announce it in December. I'm not sure when. I hope it's not when in December. Anymore. That's what I'm looking for. Because oh, uh, yeah. we might release this podcast after uh, oh, yeah. um, they Let's announce. definitely make sure to uh, not have any overlap. So I'll... I'll, I'll uh, I don't have my keyboard plugged in. Uh, <laughs> bro, <Adrian. laughs> this is the most inconvenient thing ever. <laughs> Who knew I needed a keyboard to operate a PC, bro? This is straight garbage. Yeah, you need to get a, you need to get a USB hub. Yeah, for sure. Especially because now I don't have a USB mic, so it's not gonna like use that in, uh, USB input as the interface. So that way, I don't are you on have a laptop? To, like... No, a laptop I'm on a tower. Oh man, I'm on. Well, okay, it's not really a tower. So it's like a. You, you ever seen those steam machines? Um. So basically, they're like these little boxes 
of computers and they were oh. like for gaming um because when i was building my or when i was gonna build my own gaming pc my dad was like just buy this alienware lol and i was like okay dad <laughs> and then i did that and i regret it um because i i really wish i would have just built my own pc because then one i'd have the experience and two i could upgrade it because this little shit box is so small you cannot fit jack into it um, because everything is like custom made for the box so like if i wanted to upgrade this pc i couldn't or i'd have to like go out of my way to buy like a you know a really obscure part that's like a million dollars what was i gonna google uh the uh, uh when they right, right 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 all right. Love how half of this podcast is not us Just talking about your piece. Actually, it's like ninety percent is not talking about it. Half of it is you googling stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like there's not really a whole lot to talk about either about it because it's only like a minute and a half. So, I don't know. You can fit a lot of music in a minute and a half. Well, right, but um, it's also kind of like mid tempo, so it's not like super fast. So it's not like there's like a million things going on. Uh, submission then, deadline. The 15th. multiply the. And when is it going to be announced? Hold on. Oh no, winning compositions will be announced January 20th of 2021. God damn. Oh, on inauguration <laughs> day. Ooh. Why did they choose inauguration day of all so they're days? Like, we, want, we want you to be stressed about something else too. <laughs> like we don't want to, we don't want your, your mind to be completely occupied by if Trump is not going to leave the White House. Uh, he's gonna have to like i i just want i know this is politics but i i want um him to not try to leave i, I want him to like do his best to like stay and then just watch just the, watch the f footage of the secret service yanking him in from the office yeah, i just i want to see as that as soon as biden's sworn in all he's of trespassing the, yeah yeah, I'm not stressing about it either because there's nothing he can do unless he like there's raises nothing a militia. And even and then, you know, like he's calling have... it the Trump Army. <laughs> it's That's pathetic. Funny. It is bunch so of, pathetic. A bunch of ragtag hillbillies with AR-15 Yankee Doodle dipshit. Yeah, Yankee Doodle dipshit. Like going against <laughs> the Secret Service. Like, all right, bro, good luck. <laughs> yeah, you're going dude. against the entire industrial US military government. complex of the yeah. u.s and that hasn't Dude, uh voted they have well tanks for anyone. Yeah. okay they have tanks they have drones <laughs> they have just, nuclear just, bombs like yeah bro hey not that we never dumb. nuke america <laughs> as america but i mean i mean we already have option. well i right, mean we have testing. nuclear tests right. right but that's i'm like i'm like dropping nuke over a major city like nah we're never I'm gonna curious. do that so, I mean, they talk about climate change and how carbon emissions are really, like, impacting that, which obviously they are, and methane emissions and yeah, stuff Yeah, I wonder like what uh, nu nuclear, nuclear bombs... <laughs> I, I wonder Yikes. how much they played into that. Because we uh, tested probably so a lot. much. Yeah. Not just we. Like, throughout the Everybody. world, there has been... Russia, too. Like, yeah, us everyone. and Russia were, like, the big contenders. There's a, there's actually there's a, a time map. lapse you can watch. Yeah, there's a time lapse yeah. map you can watch of just all of the... Uh... It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, insane. I'm, I'm like, curious how much this has impacted the environment. I'm like, oh my oh, it's, god, it's massive. It is. Massive. I'm like, how many? How many? <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm like, you only need seven to destroy their entire country, and you built several thousand? Like, okay. We have... Good old arms race. An, we have enough bombs to destroy all life on this planet, like, 24 times. Yeah. And, like, they realized that towards the end of the Cold War, actually after the Cold War, and they started dismantling them. It's like... These are useless so like, maybe now. Maybe we shouldn't have this. <laughs> like, maybe we shouldn't have. Have you like, seen the? Uh, I don't know don't if need this him. is like completely true, so don't hold me to this. But I've I've sure. seen uh, reports that we could use nuclear. Is this bombs. on YouTube? No. Um, it was from oh. like I so don't know what news publication. I, I saw that we could uh, terraform I saw Mars this by nuking it. <laughs> yeah, oh, probably not. I was like, I was like, um, maybe. I was like, maybe that'd be cool. No, I. <laughs> Like, I mean, man, I really want to see, I really want to see human colonization of different planets in my lifetime. Like that's something I want to see. Like I, I, I really the result, want to see that. I, I mean, you have to think of the result of a nuclear bomb. You have um, a bunch of radiation, right? And that'll last for fifteen plus years, right? Um, so you can't occupy a habitat like that. You can't, like, that that delays. Like I don't know. I think that's dumb. Nuking. A hurricane i mean i'm nuking mars yeah, but it, it does i'll have to do i'll have to do more research on it because i don't want to I say think anything i don't think that's right i think it i think um, it might hold some validity because even though even though it does like have i a just lot of feel like it's wrong it, um it could also and hey i am a junior <laughs> you are a sophomore in music in the music department <laughs> I am more qualified. No, God. <laughs> I am um, more. I have more credits than you. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do have, I do have more credits. Than I've you watched more MythBusters than you. Therefore, I've I am an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched more. I've watched every season of MythBusters three times. What do you have on me? <laughs> you can't talk science. I'm on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay. never ask people for reddit up for advice ever don't don't ever do it never i don't know why i'm not on reddit i don't know why people do that like, like the, the like advice? the ask me anything thread threads i'm like why or not the ask me anything thread like threads but like hey solve my problem for me like the relationship advice stuff i don't get oh I'm the like, am i asshole? i oh, love yeah, yeah, yeah. reading those those are funny though those are funny yeah those are sometimes good. you're like you are so obviously the asshole. you know those karens yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a sexist term, but honestly, honestly, it. I mean, <laughs> it holds validity. I'm sorry. It is. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and then you have the they, Kyle. They are a certain type of person, and I don't think I'd say eighty percent of the time they are female. We do have some male Karens, though. It is interesting. They're, they're called Kyles. Yeah, Kyle. those are called. No, Kyles. no, no, because Kyles are the uh, monster Kyles, drinking. Yeah. yeah, Kyles are the yeah. monster drinking, uh, stepdad hating, whole wall punching people. That's right. <laughs> that are just super aggressive. <laughs> Do we have any? Uh, actually, are there any? But is there anybody named Kyle in the music department? I don't think I know anybody. Uh, I don't think so. Kyle, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if there's a Kyle, my like apologies. my best friend's named Kyle, and they're just like, I don't like hey, to get out of my circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny if like I had a really good friend named Kyle and I just <laughs> don't remember the their name. Too. Like, oh man, like oh, we just okay. lost, we just forgot just about lost you. One of our thirty listeners, bro. Oh no, uh, our only listener. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> <It was> Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, 
So if well, you're listening to this it. in January, uh, how's 2021 going? Hopefully it's better than 2020. We're recording this at uh, November 24th of 2020. So mm-hmm. we'll see how yeah. that goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know yeah. what December has in store for us. Actually, what was the uh, catastrophic disaster that happened in November? I mean, the election was not a catastrophic... Well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was. It, it had the potential it, to be. He tried. He tried. He tried so he got hard. The, he got the star. He's like, you tried. <laughs> the purple star. Yeah, I love I love uh, seeing that he failed his, like, 25th court case. I'm like, oh, oh my god, so good to see. I'm like, you know, I didn't think Watching after him win 25 the times I'd like to see this this much, but I really do. I really do. I love just watching him lose the election over and over and over again. Like, and I won. I won. His lawyers election. are like, so incompetent. The Four Seasons, the the Rudy Giuliani's uh, hair dye dripping down his face, and now their new lawyer that is like spouting a bunch of uh like commu- um what do they call um conspiracy theories Cuban. about China. No, no, it wasn't QAnon. It was like about how Venezuela and China bought the uh, electronic voting stations and put like I don't even know. Completely baseless. I don't know. I don't know. This is just bull crap. Anyway, Anyway. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. November has been the best month of this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, I think we should wrap up this podcast. Oh yeah. Talk about the piece. Do we have anything else to talk about your piece? No. I mean, um, it was fun to write. I had a really My good question. time doing it. Yeah, I had a... The, the, are you going to do anything more with it? You should. I think you should. Uh, if yeah, you do, what would it. you do? Uh, if I were to, I would probably uh, add another section somewhere. Um, I don't know where I would add How it, long would you want it to be? I'd probably want it to be a good like four or five minutes. Okay. So I'd, I'd add like a, a B section... Um, probably like a, a downward spiral or something of like, mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, cor- like d- call it a downward spiral of insanity or something. Oh, oh, you know what you should do? Hmm. You'd have one for every month. Oh, that could be interesting. So except for, uh, the, uh, whole, the, this minute was just the whole month and you should just have it repeat like four times. Cause that's how four months of 2020 just was. Oh man, yeah, it was. It was oh, Jesus, I was I was working during that time like full time, so uh, it went by pretty quick. So I I just had to worry about like when I was going to Fred Meyer's, like that was it. Um, but but God, that yeah. was so boring. Oh man, it was. That'd be interesting. And then the uh, and the uh, excuse me, and the yeah, George Floyd protests made it more interesting. I and I mean, and not not in like a yeah. I know what that's you mean. the wrong word to use, but like um, it's a little bit insensitive. But like you're yeah, fine. it is. We we bad. understand. Um, yeah, yeah. It made it. It made it more. Um, I mean, twenty twenty. You start a little bit. Different. You start twenty twenty with um, the <laughs> threats of World War Three, right? Or was that in <laughs> yeah, February? Yeah. I don't even remember. And then um, you have was it was uh, it Iran or Iraq that we were? Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember. It's been six years. February, I don't had, like, even. Just, Kobe Bryant dies. Yes. Right. And then we learn about the, um, we learn a lot more and about like, the, I, it'll be, it'll be over. It'll be over by, by March. Then March rolls around. Then um, April rolls around. Then March rolls around. March 13th, Friday the 13th, quarantine happens. Quarantine starts. Does it right, start on basically. Friday the 13th? 
I think so. Like okay. that's when Boise State closed down. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right before Calvin's um, recital. Yeah, yeah, that was so yeah. sad. On Pi Day, three fourteen. Yeah. I don't even. I don't think I even thought about Pi Day because it was all about quarantine, right? Um, and then you had April, which was uh racial and like um unrest and societal unrest. Um, yeah. and that went on for months. And then you had what was Mar- uh, May? It was I mean, my birthday. More of that. that was cool. That's cool. Wow. Nice. I turned 21 in the middle of quarantine. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Yeah, it was not a... Bar- it was... Oh, wait. <laughs> yep, that's yeah, basically dude. what we joked I'm, about. I'm almost 20, and I'm like, what? Like, how? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was just 13, bro. What the heck? <laughs> I was like, didn't I just get, didn't I just turn eighteen, bro? Like, what? It's so yeah. crazy. Because I'm, I'm like, after, after sixteen, they all just kind of started blending. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, cause I, I don't feel any different. Like, like when I, when I used to have like birthdays, like, um, back in like you know middle school grades, so like I would feel different. Like I would be like, oh, this is, this is weird. Like I'm seven. I'm now. eight now. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm eight. It's so, it's so crazy. I'm so much older. Now it's like there's been no difference between like fourteen and eight, like nineteen. Like it all feel it all blends together. <laughs> and then I mean, they they talk about like you know all the generations talk about it's like oh I don't even know how old I am. What year am I? When did I was born? And then you have to like subtract. <laughs> they do the math. It. Yeah. After and, twenty-one, your birthday doesn't matter. Until you I mean, get it doesn't to, matter like, until you get to thirty. No, yeah. it doesn't. It, ma- it, it matters. Decade, decades, that's when it matters. And then sixty-nine, seventy, and then just decades again and, and then, then you're, you're like dead. triple digits whoa well we're gonna be dead by the time we're 30 climate change yeah. but um the um oh oh but, but yeah, ben shapiro says you could just sell your house oh and right move. yeah sell your house <laughs> sell in your house california i was so surprised that he said that sell, I was like, it sell your house who? sell your house sell okay where who? who would want to, who buy to buy that? a house that is about to go under the ocean like what nobody that's that's who no company no person (laughs) no house god oh my god moron (laughs) i couldn't believe he said that i was like what the fuck like at first at first i was like um because that was my first video (laughs) that was the first video that i saw of him right and i was like oh oh that makes sense yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just, just and then I like around. thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. Then you stopped, thought about it for three to seconds, who? and you were like, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, don't don't wait. Somebody has to buy it. Who wants to buy it? Nobody. Yeah. Oh, that's a problem. And then my next time, like getting like knowing about him was the uh, um, him talking about LGBTQ stuff and owning the libs when he's standing up there with the microphone, um, talking over people. I'm just like, hey, you're a dumb. You think that's a respectful argument? Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see because uh, I basically I look at things a lot like how my uh, a push U.S. History 11 teacher looks at the world. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, how how bad can things get? He's like, he's like, this is basically a reality show, <laughs> just with higher stakes. <laughs> he's like, how bad is this gonna get? Because I'm like. I'm interested to see how um, or what, you know, countries, different countries are going to do to try to, like, combat this. 
Um, because, like, you know, a lot of the uh, world population lives along, like, you know, lives within five kilometers of, uh, you know, water. So what's that going to mm-hmm. do? You know, how many new lakes are going to form? Like, are we going to see the Sahara Desert, like, uh, turn into a rainforest because, of, like, there's more water? Is like, it Las Vegas that it's flooded so many times because they have so much concrete, there is no place for the water to go? Really? Or there's... Yeah, there 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 are places that they they're they're designing new concrete for the water to soak through. Oh, that's cool. Um, and flood oh, but into wait, it. wait, wait, wait. So 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 the water will soak through, but in the winter will it freeze and break the concrete? Oh shit! I didn't think about that. Yeah, because water expands when it freezes. So I'm not sure. This happen. I'm yeah, I'm not I'll have sure. To check that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we've uh, 90% of this podcast was not talking about <laughs> yeah, your anyway. piece. It, we, we've, um, it's been a fun podcast still. You know, I have an idea. Um, so you uh, you wrote, you're writing a lot of stuff off of extra musical, not like emotional things, but like, I don't know. It, it, it seems kind of political. You know, you had the uh, the um, cabinet members or what is it? What was yeah, the called? council. The council. <clears throat> and then now you have the quarantine. I'm curious... Are you gonna be writing more political, p- politically charged pieces? Because you had the uh, media, you were wanting this to be about the media, right? I don't know. I just feel like that's just kind of the cards I've been dealt in composing. Yeah. So I definitely want to write about more uh, like supernatural things. Like I had a, I had an idea for a piece uh, called Duality, which was the one I was uh, mentioning earlier about the polychords. Because I wanted one half of the uh, mm-hmm. so it's basically a sixteen or a sixteen or an eight piece uh, trombone ensemble accompanying a tenor soloist, a tenor trombone okay. soloist. Um, so <clears throat> basically, um, half of the ensemble is in C major, which represents like the good, and then half of the ensemble is in uh, G flat minor, which represents the bad, and they're okay. like battling back and forth and the soloist is like weaving in and out between each of the uh you know each of the different um sides of like good and bad because you know um not that like everything is you know black and white like cut and dry but like um i just thought it'd be a cool idea Hmm. yeah i i have i have like a lot more um a lot more of those things i want to write i also want to write a bass trombone solo for myself that i'll play uh my senior recital you know, I did that for my, uh, my, um, for Concerto Aria, I wrote my own piece and nice. won, but I didn't, we, we can't play it due to quarantine. Yeah. I'm due to COVID. So, um, but it's funny. People are just like, dude, you wrote yourself a piece and you like competed, <laughs> perform it. Like people make fun of me about that all the freaking times. Like, God, you're such a show off. Like, I'm not a show off. You wrote yourself a piece. <laughs> it's like, yeah. How many condenses did it have though? One, uh, I, I, it has one cadenza and like a quasi cadenza type thing. It's just like, oh, okay. the piano stops, they play for a bit, come back in. Oh, um, cool. but it's not like, <clears throat> we should talk about that piece uh, a little bit later too. That's a fun one. I could definitely. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think we podcast. should wrap this up. Let me up. write that down. It's been yeah. cool. It's been fun. Uh, thanks it was for been, listening. If you've been listening yeah. this long. It was really interesting talking about this piece, um, the like three minutes that we did, because um, we were just like Shostakovich, and then <laughs> Shostakovich, and then Adrian's eight brain was just like, "Ooh, favorite composer." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me talk about him. <laughs> uh, 
um, but yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's been it's been a good good time this is a good uh, podcast. writing music is fun helps you get out a lot of emotions yeah it's mm-hmm. very cool all right well this has been take note 20th podcast 20th 20 double digits baby <laughs> well we already were in double digits I, 10 podcasts ago okay would it be two double digits <laughs> no just scrap it anyway so um everybody have a great rest of your week um in january this is november or it might uh, be in december i don't know when we're uh publishing yeah, this who podcast. Knows? who knows it's it's all like in the air right now it's all relative i might cut this out but like i have y- still yet to edit justin's and mm-hmm. uh bears and breeze podcasts Mm-hmm. I have three podcasts to edit this week. Ugh. Well, now four. And if we do two on now. Sunday, then seven. Yeah. I mean, right. six. Wow. Four plus two is seven. Anyway, I might cut that out. All right. So everybody take care and take note.